to another episode of Open World Season 2. Today I'm going to be the host, I'm going to be the one making the questions. How is everyone doing today? Very good, very good. Excited about the topic today. Um, yes. Today's topic is diversity and inclusion. And as a woman playing video games, I strive to see more diversity and inclusion, both in video games and in the video game industry too, right? Um, so my first question for you guys today is, what is diversity and inclusion for you? Well, for me, I mean, it's, this is a very, very important uh, topic. And I think what I like the most about video games is that it just means uh, like different things to everyone. And I would like to see a place where everyone feels represented. They feel comfortable playing. They feel welcome. And, you know, we've seen that it's not always the case. Um, so we definitely need to do better at this. I agree with you, 100%. Ale, what about you? Um, I agree, of course. Um, I think that diversity and inclusion needs to sum up, you know, um, places both in the companies and in the in what is represented in video games for everyone, no Absolutely. matter what you, no matter who you are. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, uh, in terms of diversity and inclusion, it should be easy by now. You know, mm -hmm. it should be easier. It should be smoother right now. Um, but it we have be some. A topic. It shouldn't be a topic. It shouldn't be a topic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have some cases where uh, some some companies or some video games try to be inclusive and diverse, and it seems sometimes a little bit too off or too forced, um, and that's not good either. You know, um, mm -hmm. it's just like yeah, we, we're working together. I think we're striving together. Um, so we understand that it's like a B2B side of uh, diversity and inclusion and a B2C side of diversity and inclusion. What do I mean uh, by this? I mean we have the business side, the companies uh, encouraging the, their employees and their politics to be more diverse and inclusive. Mm -hmm. And we also have the video games that strive to be more uh, inclusive too, right? Mm -hmm. I think uh, the demographics uh, show that more than 46% of people that play video games are women. Do you believe this is showing in the, ve in the video games that you are currently playing right now? Yeah, this is, I mean, I, I just, it just seems that a lot of uh, companies still think their target as like a 14 year old guy, which is, you know, it's not longer the case. There's like grandmas playing video games and they are gamers too. So, you know, just the, the to have more, and it's kind of a cycle for me, I, that, that, that's how I see it. Like, we have not a very like diverse uh, industry i mean like the you know uh, developers and in general so especially in like leadership uh, roles um and we're gonna talk about like the numbers later yeah. <laughs> uh, but but I, that you know that feeds into like also games who are you know showing societies which are not uh, diverse uh, what about you Ale? Do you see this reflected in any video games that you have played? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's getting there. It's, it's getting there, right? It's getting there. I mean, <laughs> I think that the tricky part is when it doesn't matter what type of character you're playing. For instance, in a video game, right? What we experience on our side of, of, of the joystick. As I like to say, if it doesn't matter what type of character, what type of representation your character is, because 
it's not it's unrelated yeah it of course it's about the story about the background the character how how much you connect with the character all the things yeah and it sure. doesn't matter like it could be a, an asian teenager from a i don't know a, 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 a black male in the in his 50s i don't know whatever yeah. whatever the spectrum is when that doesn't matter most companies usually just go for the basic white dude yeah basic white dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, straight straight. <laughs> straight yeah but i think that it's getting there i mean there are games that have done it properly with the customization of the characters or yeah, the yeah i think um yeah they are missing out i believe on a in a huge part of the story in a huge part of maybe making the game more relatable to the one that is playing it mm -hmm. um so it's just like why don't why don't you make the jump? Why don't you make your game more relatable to uh, the community, right? Um, yeah. And I personally, for example, I personally love Overwatch because I believe Overwatch has this uh, same amount of female and male players, and we also have non-binary characters too. Mm -hmm. So it's just like we have this diversity and inclusion in the game, and it runs smoothly, and it's like. Nobody cares. Um, yeah, and I think it's not forced. When it's not forced, absolutely. Yeah. When you have representation of how life is, yeah. you go around in life and you get to know different people. Apex is another game that does it beautifully. Absolutely. Yes. You know, yes. you have a wide spectrum of characters. They are all different. They all have their own stories, and even though it doesn't matter the stories of the characters for the game, it's yeah. It feels natural. It feels natural. Um, no. I know that uh, Harvestella is one of the Square Enix new games uh, that you can actually make your own character and you can actually choose to be non-binary. So I think that's amazing. Another game that I'm currently playing is Tiny Tina's Wonderland where we are introduced to a non-binary character and they are addressed with their pronouns as they and it's just amazing. It runs smoothly. It's great. Um, I mean... Yeah. I enjoy that kind of content because you get different perspectives and nowadays exactly. I think that's the most uh, beautiful thing to see in a video game. Right? Exactly, like it doesn't matter, like, you know, it, it, it's not that you necessarily want to see someone that looks exactly like you, but it's just that, that magic of video games that you get to see, like the world, whatever the world is, in someone else's eyes and then you know, when that character has a very interesting and a very different background than your own, then you get like a whole different perspective. And that's just like, it just makes you grow. That's and like. I think it makes, yeah, it makes you grow as a person. And I don't know, when you see and you can relate maybe to this non-binary character, for example, and then you see in real life, I don't know, imagine I'm a 12 year old boy um, that doesn't know uh, what a yeah, binary person is. And then you play is. The Last of Us 2 or like games like this. Oh my god, yeah. And then you find a, a non-binary person in real life. I think it gets easier. Uh, it's just a, a matter of making things easier for everyone. Mainly, I know you have the numbers uh, about uh, all of this uh, <laughs> diversity. Yeah, we did, some, we did some research about it just to, you know, you because did your you think like, I think there's like more, game, more, more girls playing here. But then, yeah, you see the numbers, like almost half of the people who are playing video games are women. And then, you, you know, then you have it. Uh, uh, one of the studies we we saw was Newsu, who that this is the one who published like 46% of women. And another uh, number that we were very shocked was uh, they show that one in three gamers have not felt welcome in gaming communities. And uh, that really like just made us sad, just because yeah. um, you know we're gonna talk about more about this later. But 
we of course want to strive to you know just not toxic communities and like, everyone can feel um, appreciated and you know comfortable and can connect with other people who you know think alike and can it's a reality it happens yeah i mean and the fact that is one of three gamers have not felt welcomed into a gaming community i've experienced this have you experienced this it's just like yeah i mean i i mean we all have our, our own whys, you know, different reasons why we, we felt at some point, I don't know, off or not welcome. Uh, I've had, I don't know, I don't want to dwell too into this, but from being Latino, from being from South America and having, no, you have poor internet, but I don't want to play with you because you're going to lag. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay, sure, whatever. I've also had situations where... And I, I mean, yeah, with the being Latino thing, I think that's huge because sometimes they don't know what uh, gender am I that I'm playing. And the other day I was playing and this dude just um, realized that I was from Latin America somehow because I think it was for the ping because I was having like too much mm -hmm. lag. <laughs> and he realized that I was from Latin America. And on the chat he started saying, arepa, arepa, taco, arepa. I was like, I don't even... We don't even have that in Argentina, but <laughs> you were just being good for like yes. no reason at all. Mm. It's just like and also when you sometimes, of course, you, you see, you know, someone else, like when people are being, you know, hard on someone else and then you, you know, you feel uncomfortable for the other person. You feel like, yeah, yeah, it's like, this is not okay. Like it should just stop playing, like, you know. One of the other things, sorry guys, but that I just remember, I've had people bashing on me because I was a dad. Like, I'm playing something, and usually it was, I don't know, PvP on Bloodborne or whatever, uh, and, like, my kid was crying or something, he was uh, quite, he was an infant, like, at one, uh, one, one year old and a half, something like that, and they were like, why don't you go be a dad, what are you doing playing video games? It's like, dude, come on. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's What's just... What's your problem? What's the deal? I mean, there is nothing wrong with it. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, I think I think it's all part of just realizing that ev like everyone plays video games and everyone can play video games, and it's just like you know, open up a bit more. It's just the industry in general, and so that everyone can feel. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Have you experienced these? Uh... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been um, like like I said on our first episode. Like I haven't been playing for a while, so not as many experiences as you had, Lady, but, you know, even in the amount of time I've been playing, online especially, like, you know, you get team, teams, I've met some wonderful people, like, I met some really nice, like, uh, yeah. gamer friends, and now I play always, uh, but of course I've also met some other people who weren't as nice, and they just, like, uh, you know, either made comments, or just one, one person just assumed I was bad, just because... I'm a woman, and then he was like, you know, he just made a comment. I was like, you, you haven't even played with me. I mean, I am bad, but <laughs> you haven't even played with me. It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that I'm yeah. a woman. Exactly. <laughs> so I got so pissed. I, I, just, I just left the party. I just have no time for that. I have yeah. no time to go. <laughs> yeah. Now I play to entertain myself, to have fun, and that's the whole point. Like, what's the point if you're going to just not have a great experience? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, sometimes I have PTSD from some video games. I cannot go into certain video games again because they have said so many awful things to me that I cannot go back in. It's just like every time I, I want to go back, I get this anxiety attack and it's just like, 
I can't. It's just they ruined a game for me. It's yeah. a lot, you know. It's just it doesn't feel right. It, why? I mean, mm-hmm. just because I'm a woman, it doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense. Just because sometimes I kill you, sometimes I'm better than you. She's like, it doesn't make any sense. Please deal with it. <laughs> I'm better than you. And yeah, I'm a girl. What are you gonna do about it? I'm <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm not hacking. I'm yeah, not, I'm just playing. And listen, Ali, I know that you've been researching a little bit about this, but I know that Riot yeah. and Ubisoft are getting somewhere with this uh, yeah, initiative. I mean, two of the biggest companies, I mean, unrelated to the subset guys, but I'm a, I'm a Ubisoft guy. I love, yeah. I love my <laughs> we can tell. Creed <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they're working on uh, something that they are calling Zero Harming Comms. Mm-hmm. They are using new technology to track the communications among players, you know, to avoid uh, things like we've been talking about yes. happen to people. Mm-hmm. Now, the interesting part about the technology that they are using is that up until now, most, if not all technologies, were dictionary-based technologies, you know, mm-hmm. where they, like, I don't know, pre-installed some concepts or whatever, and that's how they flagged it. But now they are in trying to come up with something that uh, keeps into account the, the context and mm-hmm. the actual things that they are saying. Yeah. But the interesting part of it is that once they figured it out completely, they're going to share what they've learned with others so that more companies can, That's great. can yeah. implement it. That's great. Mm-hmm. So we're getting there. Thank yeah. you, Ryan and Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it makes us hopeful for, you know, just the, the future that we don't, yeah, don't have to experience mm-hmm. this type of thing. Yeah. Um, we know that representation is important, right? Do you think it is important also to see not only in the video games, but in the video game industry too? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think, uh, like I mentioned uh, something like related to this before, but it's kind of a circle in, a, in that way. Uh, and we also have some numbers, according to that, and this, uh, the, the International Game Developers Association showed that 22% of game developers are women. Uh, and uh, it's even, I mean, worse in the leadership roles, there's only like 4% of game directors who are women. Uh, and that's, you, mean, you know, when you see the demographic of people, you know, the gamers, and then, you know, who, who are the, the people who are developing those games. And, and uh, like Alice like said before, you know, it doesn't mean, you know, it's just, it just brings different perspective. When you have dif- a more diverse, uh, you know, uh, work environment, it just brings a different perspective. And it also like make a better story in general. It doesn't mean yeah. like, you know, it has to be a story about, you know, even if it's, you know, uh, said it in uh, Asian Japan, whatever. It's it's gonna still bring a new perspective to to your game. Yeah, I mean, diverse work teams um, are, are crucial to bring different perspectives and different points of view into a video game story. Like you said, regardless mm-hmm. of the games that you're making. Yeah, and regardless of the character, because um, I could be a woman a programming and not necessarily be working on a female character, you know. No, but it's just. Yeah. The perspective and not only the programmers the writers i think we should be uh getting more uh, mm. diverse experiences we should 
be getting like more consultancy agencies maybe to get this uh, yeah, type exactly of like that's that's uh, yeah yes like, like that's something that that's been shown in like those games that you said you know when, when they seem forced and they just don't approach it in the right way and you can get like a backlash from you know your your game community being like there are this companies is not, that uh, do consultancy for video game companies that maybe want to do it right but they don't know how and it's okay not knowing not, how it's okay not knowing mm -hmm. how um but yeah open 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 the book i mean let's go for it look for it yes. uh, learn from it and exactly. i think that's what makes the difference um and yeah, yeah, yeah. having a, a diverse team will teach you that too so it's just mm -hmm. like you can make it like easier <laughs> yeah. you don't even have to go to like a consultancy thing maybe if you have like a diverse uh, work team working with you in this specific video game right it's just, it's just mm -hmm. like no um not only you can go get the help that you need but you can also incorporate that um yes yeah it's just yeah, like absolutely and i think um we can also see like the type of the type of stories i mean we've seen some amazing games coming in the last yeah. like the last mm -hmm. years the video games like are you know just just look insane and the type of stories they're amazing but you know we're still missing that and um this is uh i'm, I'm gonna keep talking <laughs> it's just a, them, you know it's just the fact it's not on, only yeah. how i feel about it just the fact um there's uh the study done by uh, diamond lobby where they took the, the main uh, games, like the, the, the games that were played among the last five years, and um, then they, you know, uh, eliminated the ones that have customizable characters, so it's only the games who have, you know... The, by the, the characters by default? Exactly, and there's a list of 100 games, and those, okay. like, 100 games, you know, the biggest 100 games of the last five years, and they show that 80% of the protagonists are male, 20% mm -hmm. are female, and there's 8% uh, of the main characters in games are females of non-white ethnicities. And 61% of all the characters in games are white. So, you know, not only the main characters, but also like, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah and, it's um, very square. That's yeah. why I, I think that's box. why representation is so important because as, as I told you guys in, on one of the first episodes, um, I started playing video games with Lara Croft. Why? Because she was a girl. You know, and that was the only thing that took me into the video game world, just because she was a girl. Um, we need more of that. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and not only with a girl, with non-binary <laughs> person. I, I, it's yeah. just like, we need more. And it, I mean, from my point of view, right, I, I love to play with, with, in a video game with a character that's different than me. Absolutely. I like that. I like the fact that I can go into someone else's shoes you know, and experience different things. I mean, uh, mm. take it, and not just with like n games that are based on, on, on current days, you know, mm -hmm. even historical games like, again, Ubisoft, sorry, um, mm -hmm. uh, Assassin's Creed with yeah. Valhalla or Odyssey, that regardless of, this, of the genre that you pick for your character, the situations remain the same. Yeah. Mm. Historically wise, uh, romantically as well. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's um, that's awesome. That's yeah. an awesome thing to experience. And I think it's important to like acknowledge just the 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 social impact that games can have in general. Like it, you know, you know, when you're showing a society, it can be a completely just like a fantasy world where. Uh, it's just diverse and everyone feels uh, welcome and there's like all these different characters with all like really deep stories and you connect with them and you know it just has a positive impact on everyone who's playing that game 
and just you know when you when you have a game you're missing that opportunity to you know make that social impact and like just make society just yeah. better because when you're yeah. when you're you know when you're portraying the, all, the you know all the stereotypes we already have in our society and all the things that are wrong that are, yeah. you know it's you just perpetuate it's just, that yeah, exactly. video games yeah. as well yeah. I, I want to bring something to the table because we are linguists and we know the importance of language uh, what role do you think that language has in inclusivity and, and diversity because For example, my mother tongue is Spanish, and Spanish is a gender language. Um, so all the time that I sit to play a video game, the game just assumes that I'm a, I'm a man, and I'm not. <laughs> It's just like, what do you think about this? How can we talk about this? Like, uh, it, it, it's a different, it's a, not different, it's a difficult topic because, <clears throat> as you said, Spanish is gendered, But there are many other languages that are not. Yeah, absolutely. So what I think, but some developers are doing it. They're they're considering this from the get go, from mm -hmm. the start. And I think that if companies think of this as a part of the localization process as well, from the get go, it's gonna make every localization, every translation easier for all translators, you know, and for all gamers yeah. to receive something. Diverse, inclusive, properly done yeah. mm. in their own native language. Because I mean, uh, growing up, I remember it, it doesn't have anything to do with, with, with diversity and inclusion, I don't think, but I remember playing video games in English or in Spanish from Spain. Oh my god, yeah. And it's not my Spanish, you know? And it, It doesn't help you feel relata related to the character, you know? Or even the, the immersive experience was broken. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I, mm -hmm. I remember I uh, playing God of War and yeah. Kratos speaking like someone from Madrid. Right? Yeah. And it was like, this is off. Yeah. It's off. Mm -hmm. it, 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 it throws you off. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we're seeing a bit more now that companies, you know, just find that how important localization is in, in like, you know, how successful your game will be internationally. And we're going to talk a bit more about like the history of, of localization video games in another episode. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> but I think um, just just, you know, having that that uh, your, your game available in your own uh, language, of course, it, you know, just help you connect with the game. And And then it's also the, the fact about how langu language can go side by, you know, the, you know, language is like a living, kind of like a living uh, thing. And it's, you know, the uh, French or Spanish or Arabic, uh, other languages that are gendered, uh, just finding maybe gender neutral um, alternatives. You know, alternatives. Yeah. Uh, and that, yeah, it's something that it's, it's um, happening now. And then you can choose, you know, from your game, do you want to try to find gender neutral alternatives or you know, how you can use language on your uh, like advantage to promote diversity and inclusion. Yeah, uh, absolutely. To add to that, sorry, let me, uh, I mean, languages is super important when you play video games, when you watch a movie or whatever. I mean, it's how you see and how you express what you experience in life, you know? And if you're playing a game that you can relate to on that level as well, it goes to your heart. How, yeah. could, how could it not to? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what do you think can be done to improve this? What do you think uh, video game companies can do to make games more diverse, more inclusive? Just 
I want to hear your opinions, how things can get better, because I want to end up in a high note, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let me dream. Um, I think it is, I mean, we're seeing a trend. It is getting better. Like, we're seeing some amazing games. Are, you know, we don't want to be, like, here assuming that all the games are doing... There's some amazing games that are doing a great job, like, like yeah. we mentioned in this episode. Yeah. So, I think we are, we are getting better. There's still a lot to be done, of course. Uh, but, you know, having more diverse... Uh, like the on the business side you know the companies of course that would help and then just have just talking a bit more about it sharing more uh uh how how the gamers feel and and and, and this you know giving that importance it needs because yeah. that's your you know that's your demographic now you just have to you realize have to, yeah. you know if yeah. you want your game to be successful you need to you know just keep 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 getting better keep you know? on keeping on yes. yeah uh yes uh I agree totally and what I think that companies need to continue listening to their gamers they need to continue building diverse teams and if companies have success studies have success cases sorry to share it to open yeah. up how they were successful in making their games and their companies more diverse because I mean I don't know if we talked about this but if your company it's not diverse it's gonna be quite difficult to make a, a diverse game yeah so it's for me it's keep on keeping on uh, trying to learn more every day I, I know that I learn every day it's okay to make mistakes but it's also it's even better to acknowledge them and learn learn and move forward and be better absolutely absolutely um, um, well as for me where, where to start I think uh, Women in Games is amazing. I'm a Women in Games ambassador. I'm part of also um, Women in Localization. Uh, and there are a lot of organizations that do this. There's a lot of people that want to get into the video game industry. You just have to go knocking on doors. There are like a lot of yeah, organizations, I mean, Latinx in Gaming. Latinx in Gaming, you can go to the IGDA. The IGDA has amazing resources for everyone. Um, you have uh, associations like Gamer X. I mean, yeah. we're gonna list some of the some of the companies below so that you can so access you, and get yeah. in touch with them. No absolutely. more. Absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. So and, yeah. the, and the studies where we took all the numbers from as well. Yeah, you wanna take yeah, a, yeah. Uh, so you can check it. That, yeah, we are we are talking facts here. It's just like they are no longer only men playing video games. We are here too, and, and I think it's that's, been like that for a while. Yeah, now. and that and it's been like that for a while. So. I hope things get better and yeah, yeah thank you so much for joining us in this episode and drop your comments down below because we're going to be reading them and join our discord you can find the link down below too thank you so much for joining thank you everyone us. Bye -bye. see you next time